wellspring of word of exhortation to the church. I want to start off with Psalms 96, Psalms 96, starting with verses 1 and 2. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless His name. Show forth His salvation from day to day. Father God, I just come before you, Lord God, asking that you would anoint my lips today, Lord God. Father God, I pray, Father God, that your will, not my will, be done today, Lord Jesus. Father God, I ask, Father God, that you just use me, Lord God. Help me, Father God, to speak your word today, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I want to speak for you, speak to you today from the title, Recipe for a New Song. Recipe for a New Song. So the word sing comes from the Hebrew word sheer, meaning to behold. Now, behold is not something that's taken lightly. When you behold something, you look upon it. Think of a sunset, the most beautiful sunset you've ever seen. You just don't look at the sunset and say, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's, yeah, I'm a, it's just a sunset. When you go to seaside and you look at the sunset, you say, wow, that's beautiful. Look at God's majesty, right? Women, think about the first time you gazed into your husband's eyes, right? Oh, he's so handsome. He's so wonderful, yeah. Women, you look upon your husbands, right? Husbands, you look upon your wives. Oh, her hair is so beautiful. She's so wonderful. Right, right, right. Work with me here, saints. We're not in a dead church. The church is alive today, right? (laughs) Come on now. We gaze. (laughs) We're supposed to gaze upon the Lord. To behold him is to behold his majesty. To behold him is to stand in awe of him. We behold our Lord, right? Amen. Hallelujah. The word new. The word new comes from the Hebrew word kadesh. Kadesh. 
meaning fresh, fresh, new. I don't know about you, but I love sneakers. I love sneakers. I love the new shoe smell, right? You, you open up a pair of Nikes, my favorite shoe, and I just, I, I got to admit, I smell them. I like the new <laughs> shoe smell. I smell them. It's nice. I like, but we like fresh things, right? Some of us, the Lord has blessed us with new cars. We like the new car smell, right? Yeah, we, we like when we, when we wash our clothes and we put the downy lavender, fresh, the softener in, right? And we come out and our clothes are nice and toasty. <sighs> so good, right? We love fresh. We like fresh. God wants to do something fresh in your life. He wants to do something new in your life. Fresh and new. But the qualification is that you behold him. You got to behold him. You got to lift your eyes up to God. You got to praise him for who he is, not because of what he does. And you have to behold him. So we look at this scripture and it says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Sing, sing, sing. <laughs> See a theme there? Sing, right? right. So the Lord has said, Give me a little bit of praise, right? Give me a little bit of give, give me a little bit of something. Give me a little bit of something, something today. <laughs> Hallelujah. So really the scripture reads more like this. Oh, behold, look upon the Lord for a fresh and new thing in your life. And the Lord bless his name. Bless his name. Hallelujah. Now, I just gave you something that was total revelation from God. Total revelation from God. But then I begin to look at Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. Starting with verse 19. Listen. Carefully. I'm about to do a new thing. Oh, there's that word new again. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Now I don't know if you've seen a spring, but it's, it's pretty pretty active, right? Like a slinky. It you spring forth, right? You spring forth. There's no stopping a slinky. It, it just it, it does what it what it wants to do. You, you, you just get it going and it just goes and goes and goes and there's no stopping it. If you press into God, there's no stopping him. There's no stopping him. He will continue to bless you. He will continue to prosper you today. There's no stopping him. He says things will just spring forth. 
They will spring forth. You don't have to do anything. It just happens. It just happens. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now, I said the recipe because there's some things that are qualifiers in order for something new to happen in your life. There's some qualifiers. Like recipes, there's things that don't seemingly go together. Think about the components of a cake. My favorite is thres leches. <laughs> Love thres leches, but you know, you take some flour. I don't know if you ever tasted flour. It's the nastiest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Salt. Salt is not that great either, right? Milk is okay, right? But when you blend it together, what does it make? Something sweet. Y'all not hearing me today. I said that when you combine the components, things that seemingly don't go together, they make something sweet. They make something delicious. They make something savory. They make something pleasing unto God. The Bible says that our life should be as a sweet savor. A sweet savor unto God. So the first thing that we have to do is we have to get past ourselves. We have to get past ourselves. Now we're still here in Isaiah, Isaiah 43. We're going to go down to verse 25. And it says, I, only I am he who wipes out your transgressions. And for mine own sake, I will not remember your sins. Aren't you glad the Lord doesn't remember your sins today? Aren't you glad that he has not remembered your sins today? The world may say you're unqualified, but God says, oh no. You're more than qualified. You're more than qualified. Now we know here that David, David, we think about David. He was the least qualified. The least qualified. But after the prophet realized that Saul and his descendants would not continue to rule Israel, he goes looking for another candidate. Guided by God, Samuel finds himself in the town of Beit Lechem. Beit Lechem. It's modern day. Bethlehem, paying a call on a man named Jace, or excuse me, Jesse, among whose sons the next king is to be found. 
Jesse presents seven of his sons. And Samuel sees that all are amazing men. Physically fit, well-educated in Jewish law, dedicated to God. But not good enough. (laughs) Wait a minute. You mean I went to Bible school? I got a degree in theology. I dress well. I, you know, have my PhD. And I'm not good enough, Lord. But in 1 Samuel 16, And seven, God said to Samuel, Do not look at his countenance and at his tall stature, for I have rejected him. For it is not a man as man perceives it. And man sees what is visible to the eyes. But God sees into the heart. So what does Samuel say? What does Samuel say? Don't you have any more sons, Jesse? (laughs) Don't you have any more sons? And Jesse, Jesse was a little flustered and responds, well... There's still the youngest one over there, but he's just tending the sheep. He's just tending the sheep. Oh, that's just so insignificant, right? He, he, he's, he's not strong. He's not tough. He's not. He's just tending the sheep. The little one is David. Save it, David. So Samuel demands that Jesse go get him. And as soon as little red-headed David appears, Samuel knows he is the one. Despite the fact that physically he's not so impressive, he has what it takes to be the strong leader Israel needs. What am I saying here? What am I saying? I'm saying that there's something in your life that you find insignificant. You're trying to show God what the world sees in you. But God doesn't care about what the world sees. That thing that you find insignificant in your life is the very thing that God wants to use. The very thing that God wants to use. I think about Moses. Moses was chosen to lead God's people out of Israel. Moses had excuses Lord, I, I, I can't speak. But, 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 
We all got a butt, right? We, and I'm not talking about that one. We all got a butt. We, we, all, we all got something that we have as an excuse, right? But, at, Lord, help me today. Until we get past our butts, God is not going to be able to fully use us. Because the very thing you find insignificant is the very thing that qualifies you. Why? Because it takes God to bring it to fruition. It takes God to bring it to fruition. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name, O God. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Paul says this in Philippians. In Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, I count myself to not have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Verse 14. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. How many of you had to press through some things? It ain't easy. It's not easy to press through some things. Sometimes God will have to press us in order to get the glory out of our life. In order for us to receive the blessing of God, we have to press through some things. We have to press through adversity. We have to press through the daily grind. We have to press through the the enemy's temptations. We have to press through unbelieving people. We have to press. We have to press. In spite of what the boss says, in spite of what our children say, in spite of what our mother says, and in spite of what our family says, we have to press. We have to press. But at the end of it, at the end of it, God gets the glory out of our lives. He gets the glory out of our lives. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. The other thing that we have to do is we have to begin to speak some things. We have to begin to speak some things. God was big on speaking things into life. God made man, but he spoke the earth into existence. Genesis 1. Genesis 1 and 1 says, In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of the God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. Verse 6. And God said, let there be firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. Verse 9. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so verse 11 and God said let the earth bring forth grass the herb yielding seed the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind whose seed in it itself upon the earth and it was so Verse 14, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. Verse 20, (laughs) not a mistake, God. God said, let us make man in our own image. So he spoke us, and then he he created us, right? Can somebody just say, God said? God said, right? God said! What are you saying in your life today? What are you speaking in your life today? The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. They shall eat the fruit thereof. We've got to begin to speak some things into our life. What are you wanting? What blessings are you wanting from God? Are you speaking it? Are you speaking it with faith today? Something happened, and and I had not intended this as part of my sermon today, but... I feel the spirit of the Lord moving upon me to say it. 
There was someone in our house group on Thursday that gave a testimony, and it shook my foundation. A previous husband of theirs, um, when they were married, uh, were going through some things. They had some financial problems, and they just didn't know how they were going to make things meet. And you know, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to this person and told them to take your bills and lay them on the Bible. Take your bills and lay them on the Bible. So, this sister, being obedient to God, she took her bills and she laid them on the Bible. And her husband was a Christian as well. And he says, you're crazy. What, what, are, what are you doing? Lay our bills on the Bible? What, this is silly. That's not going to get our bills paid. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? She was obedient to God anyway. She's like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to listen to God. So she did it anyway. Shortly thereafter, they got a call from her father-in-law saying, I just inherited some things. My mom died. And, you know, here's a house and here's a hundred thousand dollars and <laughs> speak! We gotta speak some things. We gotta... We, we got to trust God. We got to trust God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And, and, and this is my least favorite part. Lean not... On your own understanding. See, I'm very analytical. I I, I gotta figure it out. Lord, A and B is supposed to equal C, right? Two plus two is supposed to be equal four. Two plus two doesn't equal five. Like, how how does that work, Lord? Well, I'm God all by myself. I don't need your help. I don't need your help. All I'm asking you to do is listen to me. Follow me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Romans 4 and 17. Romans 4, 17 says this. And this is out of the King James Version. As it is written... I have made thee a father of many nations. And we're referring to Abraham here. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead. And call those things which be not as though they were. 
I like to paraphrase it and say, speak those things that aren't as though they were. Right? right. right? Speak those things that aren't as though they were. What, what, what's going on in your life that, that, that you need God, God to show up and, and show out? You may have some unsaved children that you just, you keep praying for. You got, you got, you got some, some things that just aren't resolved in your life and you need God to move and you need God to work. Speak it. Speak it into existence. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Lord, we bless your name, Lord God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, oh God. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We just came off a 21-day fast. We came off a 21-day fast and... We were expecting some things. We were, we were expecting God to move and, and to do something fresh in our church and, and to start releasing healings and, and miracles and signs and wonders. Hallelujah, Jesus. Philippians 3.20 says this. Now unto him, him, not us, him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think just in case you think you could think it right (laughs) above all that you could ask or think according to now, here, here's the contingency here. <laughs> According to the power <laughs> that worketh in us. So, it's going to take some power, right? Some power. Not some V8 power, right? Not, not 420 horsepower. But, but, but it's going to take some God power, right? Some God power. There are some things that we are only going to get to by relying on the power of God in us. It's not going to happen any other way. We have to work our faith, church. We have to stand up. We have to be bold. People aren't going to come if you don't bring them. They're not going to come if you don't give them the word. We have to stand up and be bold today, church. We have to let the power of the Lord rise up in us. And declare the day of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus.
We bless your name, O God. Hallelujah, God. One of my favorite verses so, is John 7.38. John 7.38. So after we've met all these, these, these qualifications, right? After we've met some things and God is working in us, there's a payoff, right? Everybody likes a payday. You know, you work hard, you, you, you press through the week, and you get that paycheck, even though it's gone before you get it. You, you're still blessed to get it, right? So here's your paycheck. John 7.38 says this, He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And in case you missed it, that's how we got our name. <laughs> living waters. Now, I, 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 I was kind of curious about this scripture because uh, it said belly. And I'm like, okay, out of the belly, right? Out of the innards, out of the uh, but, but surprisingly, surprisingly, <laughs> belly has nothing to do with your belly. <laughs> the Hebrew word for belly is kashak. Kashak. And it means to cling, to love, to delight, to stand in awe of. To delight in the Lord. To cling to God. So, after we've done all these things, and we, we've clinged to God, we, 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 we've delighted in, in Him, He then pours out His self. Hallelujah, Jesus. He pours out His self. Hallelujah, Jesus. God needs us to get serious about his work. He needs us to get serious about his work today, saints. First Chronicles 7.14 says that if my people, my people, referring to the, the, his children, the ones that have been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. His people, which are called by his name, would, would seek his face, turn, turn, meaning the other direction, right? Turn from their ways their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and, and, he, and heal the, their land. What is it that you need healing for today? We live in a broken society. Many of us have come from broken paths. 
Many of us have come from broken homes. Many of us have come from things that are unimaginable. God wants to break that in your family. He wants to break it off your life. He wants to break the chains today, saints. He wants to break the chains today. You don't have to live in your past. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's somewhat a new creature. No, no. There, there, there's no somewhat about it. He is a new creature. All things have passed away. Oh, there's that word again. Behold. Behold. All things. Oh, gosh. There's, there's that other word again. Become new. Fresh. So fresh and so clean, clean, right? Right. New. How many of you want to be new today? How many of you want to have the power of the Lord living in your life today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of being dirty. I want to be new. I want to be new today. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You don't have to be a statistic of your circumstances. You can rise above your circumstances. You can live for God. You can live for God today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, is it going to require something of you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to require that you turn away from everything you thought you knew. Everything you thought you knew. Oh, Lord God. But, 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 but I've been this thing for so many years. You're telling me I, 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 that's not right. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? That's all I can give you is the Bible today. What does the Bible say, saints? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Coming to a close here, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. As I was studying the word, the Lord brought to my spirit a song by Casting Crowns called Life Song. And the words to the song are Empty hands held high, such small sacrifice. Now joined with my life, I sing in vain tonight. May the words I say and the things I do make my life song sing, bring a smile to you. Let my life song sing to you. Let my life, long, life song sing to you. 
I want to sign your name to the end of this day. Lord, let my heart was true. Let my life song sing to you. And Sister Anna, as you can come up, please. Second verse says this, Lord, I give my life a living sacrifice, Lord Jesus, to reach a world in need, to be your hands and feet. So may the words I say and the things I do make my life song sing to you. Bring a smile to you. Let my life song sing to you. Let my life song sing to you. I want to sign your name to the end of this day. Lord, let my heart was true. Let my life song sing to you. When the Bible says, sing unto the Lord a new song, he's not referring to your voice. The Lord wants your life. He wants your life, saints. He deserves that much. He deserves that much. I don't know about you, but I haven't always given God my life. I've gypped him a little bit. I've made excuses. And I fell short. But I proclaim today that, Lord, I want to give you my life, Jesus. I want to give you my life today, Lord God. As Sister Anna plays, if you want to, you can come to the altar and kneel and pray. Or maybe we just want to take a little time and let the Lord speak to you today and let Him restore you. Let Him restore you back to where He wants you. Hallelujah.